When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Letterman Row, and it is a busy Monday morning in Columbus, Ohio, because Kyle McCord is officially in the transfer portal, the starting quarterback at Ohio State, 3,170 yards, 24 touchdowns, six interceptions, uh, led the Buckeyes to an 11-1 record in 12 games as a starter, 12-1 career as a starter, if you count that game against Akron, and now he's hitting the open market, going to the transfer portal, and the Buckeyes will be looking at a new quarterback situation. That's Andy Backstrom on the other side of that screen. I am Spencer Holbrook. It is Letterman Row, and we are here to break it all down, Andy. Um, busy morning, crazy morning. Um, really, I don't know, odd, sad way for Kyle McCord's Ohio State career to end um, with the loss to Michigan. But, uh, yeah, what, what do you think about this? Because this is almost like a breaking news video here, like kind of fresh on the mind. What, what's your first thoughts that come to mind when you hear that Kyle McCord entered the transfer portal? Well, when we were first talking about this quarterback situation at the end of last season, we said, well, there's a chance Kyle McCord leaves after one year. We weren't talking about the transfer portal, Spencer. We were talking about the NFL draft. And, you know, I still think he has the potential to play in the NFL. That's obviously what he wants to do. I hope he gets that opportunity somewhere else. I do think he can maximize his potential. We've seen year one to year two jumps among starting quarterbacks before. Time and time again, I think Kyle McCord could have one of those. It's just not going to be at Ohio State. I think he was good. For a lot of this season, I think he was even great for parts of this season, but he wasn't consistently great. And that's clearly what Ohio State is looking for. And it's either going to look for that in its own quarterback room now or in the transfer portal. And so, yes, I agree with you. Kind of a little bit sad. Just you, you never see like you never want to see a quarterback or any player go out this way in terms of, you know, the criticism Kyle McCord has received over the last week. I get some of it's warranted losing the game the way they did against Michigan but you wish him the best in the transfer portal. And hopefully, you know, he has that end of the career that he wants. Yeah. It's, it sucks because like you get to know these guys, like from that perspective, you know, we're in the building, we get to know these guys. Ohio state gets to know these guys better than anybody. So to see a player that you've invested so much time in and to see a, a player who has invested so much time in the program um, to see it end like this, it is hard. And I know Ohio state fans don't really care about that right now um, because they want the best quarterback available um whoever that is but you know these are human beings and so that's the first thing that i want to get out of the way not out of the way but like i want to cover is like this is a human being who still won 11 games this year third over 3,000 yards 24 touchdowns six interceptions um was the leader of the locker room and now he's gone and that's not something that's going to be easy to replace even if the quarterback is better um because no matter what you do now you are probably looking at a first year starter next year and uh, I guess that's where we go because, to be honest, like I wish Kyle the very best wherever he may go. But where he goes is not what we cover. Where, where Ohio State goes is what we're here to talk about, and that is the biggest thing here. Where does Ohio State go from here, Andy? Um, Devin Brown, as of Monday morning, still on the roster. I do not expect him to enter the transfer portal, but also didn't really expect Kyle McCord to enter the transfer portal. So here we are. Um and Devin Brown didn't beat out Kyle McCord. So I'm not sure if he's 
what Ryan Day's looking for moving forward um, as the starting quarterback. He could be if he takes the next step in bowl practice. Uh, Lincoln Keenholz is on the roster, true freshman, going to be going into his sophomore year next year. He's more than likely going to be on the roster. And then from there, you've got Aaron Nolan, a true freshman, coming in. And then a lot of guys in the transfer portal that Ohio State fans are already clamoring for. And I'm just not sure about Andy. It is a it's a weird time for what's next in, with with the Ohio State quarterback position. It was a weird situation with the quarterbacks this summer. I mean, it's a, it was a situation that Ryan Day said like was uncharted territory for him. He hadn't been in that situation before as a head coach, toying around with the idea of playing both quarterbacks to start the season ultimately does that but I don't think that plan unfolded the way he wanted it to I think part of that was the clock rule which was talked about probably too much the first couple of weeks and also more just the fact that this defense wasn't getting off the field on third down at the beginning part of the season which limited the number of possessions Ohio State had which limited that plan to play both Devin Brown and Kyle McCord somewhat equally in those first couple of games because that first game against Indiana we barely saw Devin Brown and yes, we saw him the next week against Youngstown State. But at that point, it already felt like, well, Ryan Day needs to make his choice. He needs to pick a quarterback because this isn't working right now. I don't think that plan unfolded the way he wanted it to. I think if he would have had his choice, it would have been a little bit more equal in distribution of snaps those first couple of games. And I think he would have liked that competition to actually play out into the season. I don't think it really did the way he wanted it to. So I don't know if Devin Brown isn't what he wants. I just don't think he saw what he needed to see from Devin Brown to win that competition. And he didn't really get a shot to see it in the regular season because he had to pick one guy and Kyle McCord was better at that point. And so now you're asking yourself the question, is Devin Brown the starter for the Cotton Bowl? It certainly seems that that'll be the case. I don't know if Lincoln Keenholz will have an opportunity to push him in, in bowl practice. I assume that maybe that's on the table. And then Aaron Nolan, as you mentioned, comes in in January as an earlier enrollee. And so that's another variable to this equation yeah it's it's going to be one of the most closely watched months in ohio state football that we've seen in a long time even more maybe than august here's what we know and I'm, i'll reset the table a little bit kyle mccord was more consistently good not great but just good than devin brown was in training camp what we know is that devin brown was great more often but it was high floor, very low ceiling. And Kyle McCord was almost like the middle ground that you were almost comfortable with. Um, and that's that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's also not necessarily a good thing. And I think you saw that play out in the season. What we had been hearing in August behind the scenes and couldn't really you know, go into in detail that much was, was kind of how the season ended up playing out. Kyle McCord missing some guys down the field. Um, Kyle McCord not taking very many risks. But guess what? You were 11-1 and one and you were moving the ball well and you were still scoring points. So, like, what we saw and what we heard before the season almost matched up. The problem that I see with putting all of your eggs in the Devin Brown basket in an offseason that is Ryan Day's most pivotal and what I have already decided is the most, for, well, in my opinion, the most important offseason this program's had since 2011, um, is that Devin Brown in training camp turned the ball over a lot. And that can't happen if you're going to be the new starting quarterback and you're not going to go into the portal and find another quarterback to compete for the job. I do believe Ohio State at this point – is more than likely going to go into the portal and look for a quarterback. Now, the names in there right now, I've caught a lot of heat for this already. The names in there right now, I do not believe, are up to that Ohio State standard that you need. 
Cam Ward is wildly sporadic. You want to talk about a quarterback who has a high floor and a, a high ceiling, low floor. That's Cam Ward. Tyler Van Dyke completely regressed in the last two years at Miami. Uh, Riley Leonard is a, is a good running quarterback, is not great with his arm. Ryan Day wants you to be great with your arm. Dante Moore looked good at times, looked terrible at times, but he was at UCLA and almost wasted a year of development. So Ohio State fans, I hear you. I see the guys' names. I know who they are. I'm just not sure if right now, as of, and we got to date this because it can change in a flash, of 9.14 a.m. on December 4th, Monday, I don't think there's a quarterback in there that Ohio State can hitch its wagon to and say, you go win us a national champion. If that changes, we'll do another rapid reaction video and we'll talk about it. Does this sound good, Andy? But right now, I just don't think that there is one in the portal right now that can help you win a national title. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you at the moment. I also agree that it could change literally like that. And I think that with the Justin Fields thing, that's a exception to the rule. Like, I think people point to that and they're like, well, that happened. And yes, that did happen. And that was a great acquisition for Ohio State. I say acquisition because it's a business, right? Uh, that's what college sports is at this point. And I think that for better or worse, that's the hand you're dealt with. And I think that at this very moment, I like what Ohio State has in its quarterback room more than what you would go out to get in the portal. Because even if it's a first-year starter at Ohio State, at least they've been in the building before. At least they know the system. I mean, Devin Brown was in the running to be the starting quarterback. If you go with him, well, he's not necessarily a first-year starter. Like, he had a little bit more exposure than even Kyle McCord had going into this year. So I think that there's stuff to like in this room. I mean, we've heard a lot of great things about Lincoln Keenholz. I think – by all intents and purposes, he impressed this first year at Ohio State. You know, maybe he's the guy next year. I don't know. I mean, so, yeah, we need to figure out what this transfer portal market looks like fully before we can say yes or no to that question. Um, but I think right now you have to at least look at what you have if you're Ohio State. Yeah, and I – Lincoln Keenholz is ahead of schedule, man. I will say that. I don't think that he is ahead of schedule in a sense of like, hey, C.J. Stroud was a starter after one year, and he in year two he was the starter. Uh, Justin Fields was a year two starter. I'm not sure if I'm there with Lincoln Keenholz yet, but I say yet because he didn't arrive in, in the, the winter. If he arrived in the winter, I think we might be looking at a, a very spicy competition between Devin Brown and Lincoln Keenholz going into the offseason here um, and, in a battle that I might take Lincoln Keenholz to win. But I think – He's ahead of schedule, but I don't know if he's completely ready yet. And the bowl game and the bowl prep may be a perfect time for him to get ready. Maybe that Carson Hensman path where Carson Hensman, the starting center at Ohio State this year, did not play a single snap in 2022 as a true freshman after enrolling in June. And all of a sudden, impresses in bowl practice. We walk into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center for, for spring practice in March. Hey, who's uh, who's that center out there playing with the ones? Oh, it's Carson Hensman. So, uh. Lincoln Keenholz, I'm not going to count him out, but I I just I like what Ohio State has on its roster. Like you said, I'm just I, do I like it enough? Sans Kyle McCord to think, okay, one of these guys is winning them a national championship because that's the goal and that's the only thing that you have to do here. You have to beat Michigan, you have to win the Big Ten, but more importantly, you got to hang a big banner, and <clears throat> that's the goal for Ohio State every year. If one of these three guys can't do it, Aaron Nolan, Lincoln Keenholz, Devin Brown, you got to go to the portal. Can one of the portal guys do it? I don't know right now. Can Kyle McCord do it? I don't know. I haven't seen that happen, but he was, <clears throat> excuse me, 37 yards from being the number one seed in the college football playoff. And I mean, it's, it's not, 
you know, this team didn't go nine and three is what I'm saying. So like, if you're taking a step forward from Kyle McCord, it better be a big step forward that wins you a national championship because you were 37 yards away from being the favorite to win it this year with him. There's a lot of pressure here, no doubt, for Ryan Day and the staff to make the right decision because Kyle McCord could very well take a jump in year two with another team. And as you said, he got this team pretty darn close to making college football playoff. Now, again, he wasn't consistently great, and that's what Ohio State's looking for. And let's keep a couple things in mind. Look, he had to replace C.J. Stroud, who I think fans, you know, some some fans, probably the, the minority, but the vocal minority took for granted at Ohio State. And now he is a MVP candidate at the NFL level as a rookie in the NFL. He was the highest drafted quarterback in Ohio State history. To replace a two-time Heisman is a tough task to follow. C.J. Stroud had to follow another Heisman finalist. In Justin Fields. Justin Fields had to follow another Heisman finalist in Dwayne Haskins. This lineage of quarterbacks is ridiculously strong. And there was going to be someone who didn't quite meet that standard. That doesn't mean Kyle McCord wasn't a good quarterback. And who knows? Kyle McCord maybe could have been a Heisman finalist the next year. I probably wouldn't put money on that given that what we saw, but I also wouldn't be surprised or shocked if that happened. So there's a lot of things at play here. And I think that People are dismissing just how inconsistent the offensive line play was this year. It feels like people just stopped talking about that. They put everything on Kyle McCord. Look, I get it. He threw two interceptions at the worst times possible against Michigan. But this offensive line was a big reason why that second interception happened and a reason why Ohio State couldn't continue that potential game-winning drive. I think there needs to be more energy spread across this discussion about Ohio State, what needs to be better, because offensively, there were multiple things you could point to and say, hey, that's not the standard it needs to be at Ohio State. The offensive line is one of them. Yes, the quarterback is also one of them. But this conversation needs to be less black and white than it is right now. I I could not have said it better than myself because, excuse me, Kyle McCord has taken so much of the blame. And I don't know how warranted that was with, with how shaky the offensive line was and your running game – uh, your running back wasn't healthy most of the year, and uh, the receivers, I think, took a step back this year, um, and maybe that's a Kyle McCord issue. So there's a lot of blame to go around. Um, I think Kyle McCord's probably taken too much of it, but also maybe not enough of it at times. So it's like it's a it's it, like you said, Andy. There are, there are a thousand shades of scarlet and gray here, um, and they've got to figure out what to do next. Um, it is it's a it's a wild time for college football right now. Um, of course, Kyle McCord is in the transfer portal, but also um, Jair Brown's in the transfer portal. Ryan Turner's in the transfer portal. Kai Stokes is in the transfer portal. Cameron Martinez is in the transfer portal. Four defensive backs. Um, who else is in the transfer? There, there are so many guys. Omari Abor is in the transfer portal. Parker Lewis is in the transfer portal. Ohio State has a lot of work to do right now, and it starts, obviously, with quarterback. I'm not trying to put any of those guys on the same playing field. Well, they were on the same playing field, but on the same uh, plane as Kyle McCord when it comes to the importance of the loss. Um, but what I will say is Ryan Day has proven that uh, he's not afraid to make big decisions when it comes to quarterback. He recruited uh, Aaron Nolan and, uh, right after losing – um, Dylan Rayola in the 2024 class. In 2023, he had Brock Glenn, who just started the ACC championship game and won the ACC championship game for Florida State. Um, he already had him committed and recruited uh, Lincoln Keenholz over him. 
and, and Brooklyn moved on. In 2022, he recruited Devin Brown, who ended up being on three's number one overall player. In 2021, he stuck to his guns and chose Kyle McCord. In 2020, he recruited C.J. Stroud over Jack Miller, brought in uh, Justin Fields, knowing that it was going to really make Tate Martell mad. Like, this is a guy who is not afraid to make quarterback decisions. And I think this is a big decision. I think this was a mutual decision, but I think this was a big decision by Ohio State to say, okay, we can do better and we can get better. And you can read about that at lettermanrow.com. I have what it means. Alex Gleitman has what happened in this to make Comic Court go to the transfer portal. Andy, you're going to have full coverage of it as well. Like, there's a lot to go around here, but like, just know that, like, the reason that I was high on Kyle McCord, and, and this is not like a mea culpa for me, but it's also like a, a reflection for me. The reason I was high on Kyle McCord at the beginning of the year, Andy, is because I said, I trust what Ryan Day does with quarterbacks. This is a point where I think Ohio State fans, they're not panicking because most of them wanted Kyle McCord gone. But also, I think it's a point for Ohio State fans to trust Ryan Day and his plan at quarterback and, and go with it because he's been right way more times than he's been wrong when it comes to quarterback at Ohio State. And I think he's earned – he might not have earned the trust in the Michigan game. He may not have earned the trust in the uh, in the national championship game in 2020 or even with some of the other uh, coaching staff moves that he's made, particularly on the defensive staff, side of the ball. If there's one area you should trust this man in, it's his quarterbacks. And so I, I think for Ohio State fans right now, it's a good time to take a deep breath and trust what Ryan Day is about to do at quarterback. The stakes are really high here. And because, look, you look at the 2021 class – you get to 2022, like there, you have Quinn Ewers was within this program, and I get it. He practiced here, he didn't play here. But the fact of the matter is, he's in the college ball playoff right now. The fact of the matter is, JJ McCarthy's in the college ball playoff right now. JJ McCarthy was also in the recruitment process for Ohio State. Ohio State chose Kyle McCord. Now, that whole storyline was kind of put on rest. Yes, lost the game to JJ McCarthy, but hey, Kyle McCord could come back. Maybe he has a good year too. Maybe that decision looks better. Now you can put a pin in that decision because Common Court's gone from Ohio State. And you can look back at that process in that 2021 class, and you see two quarterbacks that are in the college football playoff right now that both could have been at Ohio State, stayed at Ohio State. The Ewers situation is weirder than the McCarthy situation, but you get my point. There are two guys right now vying for a national championship. Ohio State was in the conversation or at least – on the roster with with a couple of them and now you're in a situation where you have to find a replacement for kyle mccord who can justify that decision who can be better than kyle mccord and it's just a lot of pressure i'm not saying it's the wrong decision i'm just saying there's extreme amount of pressure with this situation it makes the bull process all the more intriguing it makes the process of what could be a timeshare. Like, who knows? I mean, I don't know spencer like what do you want in this cotton bowl do you want to see lincoln Keenholds splitting time with Devin Brown. Um, I mean, I, I I would say it's too early to talk about, but it's not too early because not. give your initial reaction. Like, what do you want? What do you want to see play out right now? I want it to be here. I want it to be December 29th because there's no reason to wait. Like, give me all of the Cotton Bowl because Ohio State fans, did you care about the Cotton Bowl yesterday? No. Should you care about it right now? Absolutely. This is huge for the future of the program. If one of these guys goes up and out and lights it up, he could take that step to be the future of the program. If he doesn't, then Ohio State has to scratch its head and say, okay, what are we doing at quarterback here? I would prefer to see both of them. I know Lincoln Keenholz is probably not ready, but also Missouri's defense is probably ready to be thrown on because I've seen teams do things to Missouri defensively that 
I think Lincoln Keenholz could even do on offense against them. So, like, I think if, if there's one opponent that you could do this against, like Louisville in the Orange Bowl would have been terrible for Ohio State in this because Louisville's defense really forces a lot of turnovers. Um, Oregon's defense against Ohio State. I think this is the perfect opponent for Ohio State to roll out two quarterbacks and see, hey, what do you got? Because everybody at Missouri is going to play. You're going to go against a first-team SEC defense. But it's not a great first-team SEC defense. So I, I think is both of these quarterbacks should play in the bowl game. And I think Ryan Day will do that. Um, and that just adds more intrigue because it's the future of the program on the line. It's a national championship on the line because this program has the talent to do so. Um, so amid all of those opt-outs and amid all of the who cares about this bowl game, just throw that big quarterback wrench into it. And now all of a sudden we can get rolling here with our December. Yeah, I think that you got to try to play both or at least be ready to play both. Like maybe you start Devin Brown for the first half. And if it's not going swimmingly, you try out Lincoln Keenholz in the second half. I get you want to win this game, but you also got to build momentum for the future. And that's what Ryan Day kept hammering home yesterday. You got to build momentum. You got to build momentum. And that's what they did in the 2021 Rose Bowl. And a lot of reason why people felt so good about 2022 is because C.J. Stroud balled out in the Rose Bowl. If you get one of these two quarterbacks to ball out in the Cotton Bowl, whether it's Lincoln Keenholz in the second half or it's Devin Brown in the first half or maybe it's Devin Brown the whole game or Lincoln Keenholz the whole game, you have a lot more to be excited about. You have a lot more for this team to be motivated about rather than going into the offseason with a question mark. And so I think you play it by ear. Maybe you start Devin Brown. If he's doing really well in the first half, keep it rolling. Have him as the quarterback the full game. If you start him in the first half, things aren't going great, maybe try Lincoln Keenholds. See what you have there in the second half and see who can build momentum because I think that's got to be the key. Who can get this moving in the right direction? Because right now, there's just not great energy. Like they need something to, to jolt this thing because after losing to Michigan, it feels like, you know, the sun's come out like four times the last like eight days, nine days. So they need someone. Right yeah. They need someone to jolt this program and they need to build momentum. Yeah. That's what they did in 20, like you said, in 2021, CJ Stroud and Jackson Smith and Jigba jolted the program back to life, gave you a reason to be excited about Ohio state heading into spring practice right now. Um, you're 11 and one. You, in different circumstances, again, would still be in the playoff at 11 and one in different circumstances. Uh, if, if uh, Donovan Jackson doesn't trip over his own feet and fall down a pass to Marvin Harrison jr. Is likely completed and Ohio state's at first and goal with 20 seconds to go against Michigan. Instead, Michigan is the one seed Ohio state's in the cotton bowl and it's starting quarterback just transferred like that. Think about that. Like that's the kind of stakes that we're talking about here. The, the fine line between winning and losing is in this sport and in that rivalry, so important. So that's where the program goes from here. Uh, Ohio State gearing up now December 29th for Cotton Bowl against uh, Missouri that all of a sudden has all the more intrigue. As Kyle McCord has officially entered the transfer portal, we will have full coverage of it at LettermanRoad.com. Right now, uh, you can go to LettermanRoad.com, get all of that coverage. $1 for your first two months when you use the code OSU1. That is a YouTube exclusive. $1 for your first two months when you use the promo code OSU1. Uh, normally it's $1 for one month. YouTube uh, YouTube people only can see that special offer. $1 for your first two months. Use that code OSU1. Get, get your first two months for $1. That's all of Andy Backstrom coverage about Kyle McCord in the transfer portal and everyone else in the transfer portal. That's all of my coverage for LettermanRoad.com. It's all of the 40-year vet Tim Mays coverage. Andy, or Matt Parker and Alex Gleitman on the recruiting side. 
We'll have it all covered 365 days a year leading up to the Cotton Bowl and then beyond at LettermanRow.com. We'll see you guys over there. We'll see you guys uh, back for another video whenever another important Buckeye happens to go in the transfer portal.